Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Welcome to Dragoncast. Home of House of the Dragon. Gather your small council, send out your ravens and call in your bannermen. I'm Hand of the King Jamie East, here to guide you through the insane world of Westeros and beyond. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 13th of February. It's 11 o'clock in the morning, Greenwich Mean Time. I'm Jamie East. And I am Chris Mandel. And this is your weekly episode of Dragon Cast. I'm trying to pep it up a bit. Mm. A hard a episode a- to pep up. I mean, it needs a pep up, doesn't it? Give it a bit of a Saturday night light entertainment. Give it a bit mm. of a bit of Brit Awards feel. Bit of jazz hands. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the Brits on Saturday? I did. Are those your real boobs? My <laughs> what? Did you not see the I got I had a bit of a not a Twitter spat, but uh Ellie Goulding had a go at me on Twitter. Because oh my I, god, what? Because I criticized uh her moment on the Brit Awards with Tom Grennan. Did you see that? I did. So we watched it on catch-up. So right. we weren't watching live, which meant I wasn't Twittering and tweeting. Oh, okay. I was delayed. So I was doing my usual gobshite routine of just live tweeting it and just getting stuck <laughs> into everybody. I forgot that Ellie Goulding followed me <laughs> on Twitter. Oh no, Jamie. So I put on Twitter, I was like, these two are going to be, are going to be fucking mortified for the rest of their lives over that. And I like, put a video clip of like that exchange which i just thought was just really grim yeah um and she just replied like at three o'clock in the morning saying hardly <laughs> but oh. yeah I, I got i got the cold shivers like because i hate i actually hate confrontation like that and i don't like slagging people off i don't really think i'm slagging her off personally but i got i got lost in twitter and forget you forget that you're talking about real people sometimes you yeah know I mean? yeah i hate i get that but also ever also she I was mean... you know it was pretty great. Call a wooden spade a wooden spade, right? Like, I thought... 
the thing with those when you get presenters doing an award together, it's always like they've they've rehearsed it once. Oh, They're God. looking at different in, in like like um, cue cards. I just uh, you know it was awful. Without all yeah, of them, I, without all of them, without exception, were awful. It's just often like the pairings are just so inane as well. It's like who was the footballer with? Um, they put. Yeah, there was a footballer at the beginning, and he just looked out. And they had Ryan from uh, from Happy Valley. I who... couldn't believe they got. Like, I couldn't <laughs> believe how much do you think people get paid to present an award? Nothing. Nothing. I wouldn't imagine you get paid anything. It's all PR, isn't it? It's all promo. Yeah. Um, sorry, I mean, you I'm meeting with CBD gummy. Sorry. Are you? Mm. At Eleven a.m. Yeah. Why not? I suppose, yeah, fair play. Um, it's, not, it's not a spliff. No, I know, but like, are you, aren't they for calming you down a bit? Are you, are you like, oh, I've got to get them in, get through the afternoon? Yeah, of it just keeps me on an even keel. One, one now, one before bed. They sound nice. Mm, it's nice. Um, yeah, I thought the Brits were, I, you know, sort of mostly enjoyed it. My, my Rob, as you know, works in the music industry, so it's kind of a bit of a busman's holiday for him sort of yeah. seeing it all uh and he goes most years but he wasn't there this year and um yeah it was a, it was it was a washout I, th- I thought it was grim i thought I it was, thought it was better but i tell you what i don't love is the and again not getting mean about anyone but i hate the like let's get other people that work for itv let's see what they're oh, up to you know and, just I, like, i'm not going to slag anyone off because a lot of people on there were my friends but but you know i love roman kemp to bits lovely fella I didn't need to hear from him three times during a one-hour show. And didn't you think also, I mean, we were talking through it and eating through it, but just a sort of suspicious lack of interest in the musicians. When I just wondered if some artists are like, you cannot come over and talk to me at the... Do you know what I really thought about it? I thought... What? My, my niggling thought at the back of my head all the way through, and this is not directed to anyone in particular or anybody that spoke on television or appeared on television, my initial thought was, wow, cocaine is really bad. Yeah. It you was, can't, yeah. There was a lot of fidgeting going on there. It's one the of those things where it's like, you know, you can't have everyone, you, like, you can't give everyone uppers and then try and record them on live television. It's like, yeah. you can do one or the other. Yeah. Um, I sort of, yeah, I don't know what they can do to make it better, because like... I thought the performances were fine. I thought they were decent. I thought I, I didn't Smith have a problem with... Wet leg were great. I thought Wet Harry leg. Styles was a bit lacklustre. He didn't seem very happy yeah, to I be did. there. I, I actually did a sub... I subtweeted Harry Styles while I was watching it. Didn't name him by name, but I said, if you have a song where the chorus, you go and hit a really high note, and that's the really good bit of the song, and then you can't do that live, so you go down an octave instead... It's Robbie Williams' Angels situation, yeah. isn't it? It's like, yeah. don't write a song where you go up, and that's the really good bit. That's what everyone wants to hear. They want to go, yeah. you know, it's not... Do you want the boring do answer that? for that? Do you want the boring answer? Is it because he can't actually hit that note? No, IRL? it's it, it's not really. What it is, it's because he's in the middle of, like, a huge world tour. So they right. get... So if he only had to sing that once a week, once. he'd go for it. But they have, like... He ha- he'll, have a, he'll have a vocal coach on tour yeah. with him. Yeah. Uh, and they will just say you cannot do that four times in that song every single night for two years yeah, and, yeah. and expect to, to, to make every show. So it's more important. So here's, you know, they look at it and go, you know what? 
it's more important that you sing it. It's more important that you do that you do every single show on this tour rather than yeah. hit those three high notes every night yeah. and screw your voice up. That that's boringly what it is. But and you'll find that most of them do it. Bono it's does true. it a lot. You know, yeah. they all they all do the hold and through it. Oh, you know, and hold the mic out. Um, I hate it. I hate yeah, it. I hate I, it I didn't too. come here. You feel short changed. I can. Yeah, I can sing it at home for free. Yeah. If I'm going to see someone in concert and they make me do the chorus, I'm like, that's uh, not what I paid for. I know. Speaking of music performances, did you watch Rihanna's Super Bowl? Have you watched that I show yet? yet haven't you? I haven't yet. I haven't time yet. I will wow, watch it on my busy way. Busy boy. Busy boy in the mornings. I and it's only 13 minutes, but I'm like, I haven't got a minute to spare. Wow. Uh, I, I heard sort of mixed things about it. I thought it was great. Sassy, rocked up, no gimmicks. I was hoping that Tom Holland would appear to do the umbrella dance. Do umbrella. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sort of, I like the fact that she's not like, because some of them it's a bit like, I'm just going to get a thousand dancers and it's all like Olympics closing ceremony energy. And I like that she's not done that. I yeah. think that's quite, quite something. So good for her. I will watch that later when I'm having my lunch. Okay. Um, I'll pop that on. What about, I mean, you know, talking about what people have paid for, well, not that people are paying to watch, listen to this, but uh, people aren't listening to this for music programming. What has been your drama uh, consumption? or quality drama consumption this week oh really what have I been watching this week well we actually watched watched a film last night which we don't watch a lot of films Uh, we watched David Copperfield oh okay which came out a few years ago but we with um, with your man in it Uh, yeah yeah Gwendolyn Christie it is absolutely amazing like I'm not really like into these like Dickens adaptations generally hmm Armando Iannucci did it. It's really funny. It's a bit camp. It's it's also really cohesive. It's honestly, and there's like 38 amazing actors in it. You keep being, like, Tilda Swinton's in it. Wow. Uh, Paul Whitehouse is in it. Like, oh, yeah, Daisy I'm May this, Cooper. I have seen this. I have seen this. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. good. It's so good. So we watched that last night. Um, what else have I been watching? Last of Us, I'm a bit behind on, I have to say. Okay. Um, just can't find the time. There's lots um, fit in. Um, well, and yeah, I talked last week about Search Party, which is this American ah, half hour thing. It's so good. Yeah, Anyone who's awesome. needing a half hour thing, get yeah. involved. But obviously we finished The Sopranos and we are yet to start a big okay, so hours long thing. You're still taking um, a pause. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do, I don't know what we're going to do. What about you? What's, what's on your watch list at the moment? Uh, I started watching season two of Your Honour. Have you? Did you watch season one of Your Honor? Brian Cranston one. Yeah. No, I'd never. I've never seen it. But when it came out, I got sent a bottle of whiskey. Is it uh, something to do with whiskey? Uh, Does he drink whiskey in it? Maybe, maybe. I think Bird so. Rum. Possibly. I don't know. I got something. Anyway, okay. How's that? How is that going? It's really good. I mean, he's just so watchable. I, you know, you could literally watch him read the, read the telephone directory, couldn't you? Because he's yeah, just got, yeah. got a great voice. He essentially plays the same part, just in... It's Walter White, just in a different kind of circumstance. He plays he plays a judge. If you, I don't want to do any spoilers, because it probably wasn't the huge hit first time around. Uh, the first season is on Sky Atlantic, although it may have all moved to Paramount Plus now. Mm. The second season's on Paramount Plus. He plays a judge in set in New Orleans. He plays a judge whose son um, accidentally kills another child in a hit and run, um, and does a runner panics, confesses to his dad. Um, his dad 
is the high court judge says, holy shit, we've got to do the right thing here. Drives mm-hmm. into the police station, walks in, realizes that the father of the son, that his son killed, is the mob boss of New Orleans. And it so has like a split second decision to make, whereby he realizes that by doing the right thing, his son won't just go to jail, his son will just be killed in jail because it's oh, a mob man. boss so so they get they cover it up and it's the the on the on the ensuing kind of like right chaos right. that 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 in, that that brings on it's really really good um i can't really tell much about the second season because it will give away too much about the first yeah if you've not watched yeah. it but it, it's really good very very good good also a, clever a, title right because it's yeah. about your yeah, honor <laughs> exactly i like that a lot kidneys like a lot. kidneys yeah it's um <laughs> he uh and it's eight episodes each season, so it's really good. Um, nice. Really, really Love enjoyed that. that. I don't think I've watched anything else. I'm waiting to watch the Mosquito Coast still. I've not started that yet, so I'm looking to do yeah. that. Is, um, what's the Sebastian oh, Stan film on Apple that looks quite good? Uh, Is that that did look quite good, didn't it? Yeah, we've got that Julianne as well. Julianne in it, maybe? Let's have a look. Know. Sebastian Stan Apple. Let's have a look. Uh, that is called uh, Sharper. Yeah, with yeah. John Lithgow and uh, GM yeah. Moore. Yeah, I uh, heard good things about that. that oh, okay. That. We might give that a shout as well. There's, There's also um, what also looked good. BBC uh, bringing it up the rear with uh, the follow up to Happy Valley for them is is about a gold heist that was on last night called oh, what was it called? Um, Set BBC Gold Heist, uh, the Gold. Um, oh yes, yeah, with Jack Loudon. Yeah, Jack Loudon and and um, Dominic Cooper in it, and and yeah. Hugh Bonneville. Who, Christ Almighty, he's really good. He's really Hugh good. Bonneville. Well, you, I don't think we. T- t- we I don't think we. T- we I'll on. tell you a story about Hugh Bonneville off air. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all I was going to say is W one A twenty twenty. Sorry, twenty twelve. Yeah. He is so good. He is really and good, isn't he? He's a um, national treasure. Yeah, he's... I think. He's, yeah, no, he is. He is. Okay. <laughs> he is. Okay, good. Good. But we are here... Because this is Dragon Cast. This is not... Um, this is not Sebastian Stan Cast. It's not Ellie Goulding Boob Cast. This is Dragon Cast, for goodness' sake! It is so. So let's let's crack on with it. This is uh, season four, episode nine. Uh, rewatch Watchers on the Wall. Uh, you were you were slightly ner- you were nervous about this one, right? You were well, not nervous. You yeah. were just you were just not looking forward to it because it's. A, I think it, I've been fairly like rude about this episode in the past. I've sort of always said that like it's um, not got a lot of substance to it and. It's not always been that interesting. Yeah. And I obviously watched it for the podcast this week. I feel like my opinion hasn't really changed. (laughs) I thought I'd be like, oh, this is so much better than I remember. And um, I don't find it particularly interesting. I mean, I think it it looks good. It's well directed. It's well edited. Yeah. I just think it kind of comes at a really weird time in the season. And in what sense? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, like we've, so we've just had like, the trial by combat, Oberyn Martell's been killed, yeah. Tyrion's about to die, and then we have to skip for a week and hang out with a load of people unrelated to the storyline. And I think there's just not very many compelling people 
uh, this far north on okay. the wall. And what? I think that having to spend time with them is just quite a, um, a drain on my interest in the show. Okay. You know, well, well talking of storyline, hold, hold, hold your thoughts just for a sec. We'll let the listeners catch up. Uh, this is yeah. what happened in season four, episode nine, uh, Watchers on the Wall, courtesy of our sister podcast, Previously Up. Sam and Jon Snow are on top of the wall, watching for Mance Raider's wildling army. They discuss Jon and Egret's relationship, as well as the looming battle. A then who's warged into an L, observes all that's happening at the wall, and reveals just how weak the Night's Watch is. Egret warns the others that Jon Snow is hers to kill, and hers alone. Gilly, spared by Egret in the raid on Molestown, arrives at Castle Black, but her reunion with Sam is interrupted by a horn sounding. Mance Raider's army has arrived. The wildlings south of the wall see the huge beacon fires lit and prepare for their attack too. Sam hides Gilly and the baby in the castle kitchens to protect them during the battle. Gilly pleads with him to stay with her where it's safe, but Sam needs to fight. Instead, he leaves her with a kiss. As the wildling army emerges from the forest to the north, accompanied by giants and mammoths, holy crap, horns from below announce Egret and the raiders are attacking from the south. The raiders storm the castle gates. Sir Alistair descends to help the fight and leaves the wall in Janos Slint's less than capable hands. He soon bottles it and hides in the same kitchen as Gilly, leaving John in command as the wildlings begin to climb the wall. Sam and Pip use crossbows to fight back until one of Egret's arrows takes Pip through the neck and he dies in Sam's arms. Killing a then, Sam makes it into the cage, which is like a big lift on a winch that transports the Night's Watch from the top of the wall down to Castle Black. He orders a cowering Ollie to send him up, who, emboldened, joins the fight. Barrels of flaming oil pour down on the giants and enrages one enough to lift the outer gate. In the tunnel under the wall, Gren and five men face the giant. They recite the vows of the Night's Watch and bravely meet their fate. Jon Snow joins the fight against the wildlings, facing the largest and most brutal of the Thens. Egret spots him and takes aim but doesn't fire as the Then batters him. Jon Snow fells him with a hammer, only to come face to face with his love preparing to fire at him. She hesitates for a moment. Jon smiles lovingly at her, just as an arrow pierces her heart. Ollie, holding the bow, nods to Jon, proud of his kill. Egret takes one last opportunity to tell Jon Snow that he knows nothing and the world weeps. The castle is saved from the raiders, but the huge wildling army beyond the wall remains. Jon passes through the tunnel, stepping over the corpses of Gren and the giant he killed. He's going to kill Mance Raider. Okay, we're back in the room. Back in the room. So, carry on. So, So, yeah. Do you not think, though, that this was just a... This was kind of necessary in as much as like a lot of the action in the past past few episodes have all been King's Landing. They've all been yeah, kind of like Oberyn led. Definitely. And we have to remind people <coughs> that winter is coming. Yes, definitely. It's a definite like it's an important part of the story. We need to get this, the the animosity between the wildlings dealt with so that we can deal with the real threat. Uh-huh. So I think in some ways, I think part of it on a rewatch, on a retrospective level, I think that part of the problem is it's in episode nine and we're used to the episode nines being game-changing, pulling everything together, and this doesn't really do that. I think what's really interesting is, like, you it just has don't like, to happen. You just don't like Ginger Minj. 
No. <laughs> Do you know what, though? There's that... I mean, we'll get through the whole thing, but Egret's death, which I would think I thought was going to be the moment of, like, real strength and, like, a really powerful human moment. Yeah. And she just comes out with the Jon Snow line when she dies. And I think that is so... Uh, wasteful and so it was like, a bit cringe it's not as they've made it into such a big deal I think people were probably tweeting it around that time like in season three so I think they've just thought let's just get it in as much as we can but the bit about like I wish we'd stayed in the cave I was like oh my god like that's really powerful and she's gonna do this really sort of nice passionate thing and then she goes out with you know nothing Jon Snow and then dies I was like what a waste. It's like almost feels like the show doesn't know how to be sincere, so it just goes back to like snark. And yeah. I thought that was a real shame because that's the thing. Like the, the, the John and Egret thing is humans, it's about love, it's about like um, two sides of a, a, a conflict that aren't going to resolve. It's so integral to this feeling like it has a beating heart. And I thought it was such a, a cop out having her do a little one-liner yeah no um, no it was it was fan service let's be honest it was and that's definitely something although that having said noticing. that one of my treasure one of my most treasured possessions is an mp3 of uh, rose leslie saying you know nothing jamie east i mean that's if someone cool, was to man. get yeah if someone was to get me a cameo for my birthday i'd like rose leslie saying you know nothing chris mundle yeah i would um, love that but yes it was it was a weird one wasn't it because Egret's character couldn't have continued because John's no. destiny did not include uh, that. It, it always had Daenerys in 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 his in the crosshairs. Yeah, um, but it also had to happen because it, it allows John to wallow in his mournful, staring into the distance, heartthrob hero kind yeah. of role more, doesn't it? And for him to become that kind of lone soldier. Um, forever heartbroken, kind of righteous kind of thing. It, it led it led to everything, but yes, it was a it was a naff death. It was a naff it's death. hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, they also obviously Ollie is sort of introduced at this point. We we have him. He's an important character. He's the one that kills her, which does add a bit bit more like layer to to the the whole thing. But you know, I think also with the wall, it's seven hundred feet high. So the fight when you're defending it. It's just very... I think Battle of the Bastards, just to compare it to that in season six, that's very, like, intense, sweaty, physical. Things are getting broken. It's very, like, visceral. This is very, like, I'm going to throw a barrel at them and hope it hits them. It's like watching someone play, like, the Mario... Super Mario Donkey Kong thing, right? <laughs> like, and I remember at the time this being quite a um, an accomplished and yes. revered um, episode. The because it was so i happen to quite like it i i, I liked the um the claustrophobia of it i liked the dynamic mm. the shift in dynamic between the the knights of the watch for alistair thorne had a great episode yeah um, yeah definitely agree with you there uh but i i really i remember the kind of all of the behind the scenes and i'm pretty certain we interviewed on thronecast we had like the uh, there's a guy called Chris Newman, I think, is one of the producers. We had him on Thronecast talking about it because there's a there is a, a, a kind of one a shot, a one track shot. 
Oh, yeah, that is where, really nice. Where it kind of swings a full 360 round inside the kind of Knight's... In, inside the... Um, yeah. The, the what's it? The, the, the Knight's Watch house. <laughs> Castle Black. Castle Black, that's the one. Um, yeah, they, they do some clever things, don't they, to sort of orient you in this space and, yeah. and make you figure out... I thought they did quite a lot. There's one bit where the direwolf is running through the courtyard. Yeah, the POV stuff was great. It was almost it was yeah. very first shooter esque. They did the same with Egret. There was a yeah, and f- that and there was a, there was a good behind the scenes thing, and there must be online somewhere of um, of Egret shooting the arrows. There of her filming it and her like miming yes. the arrows. Obviously, she didn't yeah. shoot the arrows that. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot. I thought it was really well made from a from a kind of production point of view. I agree. Yeah. Question. I agree. Question. Go on. Why, if you were if you were standing on the wall, you, yeah. all your Night's Watch fellas there, you're all there, right? Probably going to fucking probably going to fucking die tonight. Um, yeah. All of that stuff going on, and there's a hundred thousand fen, fens and, and wildlings down there. You've got your arrows. You could just kind of shoot them. Why would you set fire to them and show them where the arrows are? I think, why would they light their arrows to shoot the wildlings? Yeah. I think it's because it's so dark that it helps them see, like, illuminate more, I think. No, I can, I can understand it from a TV point of view, because otherwise it would just, couldn't see any arrows. But if yeah. you were shooting an arrow, you don't want them to see where it, see it coming, do you? No, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Um... In the book, they set fire to barrels and fire them so they can see, because the army's like half a mile away. They're trying to like see more. And I thought it was similar sort of logic. Oh, I see. They're just trying to light up the general area. Yeah, yeah. But it's, this is, you know, it's it's a logistical nightmare, isn't it, really? It is a logistical nightmare. Yeah, the spreadsheets, you know, must have been... Do you know what I really liked, actually? There's one bit where, you know, they've obviously got these barrels full of oil. Yes. That they fling down. One of them sort of explodes on top of the wall. And it sort of... That was hilarious, because it's sort of like... I like the fact that things go wrong, and it, it does sort of set them back. But, yeah, I think I think you're right, though, like... The thing about a show like this, with where the point it's at in its run, right? It's getting critical acclaim. It's making money. There's actually nothing wrong with them just going. Let's just do a really expensive battle. Yeah. Like, listen, not everything is thinky thinky, and it is a really it's a real feat of of television production design. Yeah, yeah. So I think it does work. I guess from a story point of view, you just it just didn't do it for you. The stuff the stuff that I didn't like is things that i didn't like in the book either it's it's the 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 thing that is at stake but with the book you can just skip through a bit and there's a Tyrion chapter and then you go back to john and you're like oh but there's a brand chapter in a minute and i think having a whole episode about this yes also again i forgot that stannis doesn't come through i thought he came through at the end of this episode no yeah no to save the day but that's in the finale so I think the decision to have it last more than one episode is also a bit weird. And so it's think... next week where Mance Raider bites the dust? No, that he actually bites the dust in season five. Oh, okay, right. Uh, but he's captured. He's captured by Stannis. Okay, yeah. right. But I think that would have been good to have in Stannis saving the day because actually the way that it ends where John's like, I'm going to go out there and, and meet him myself and he sort of walks off. It's quite a weird ending for a big epic and I... It's a victim of the source material, I think, personally, but, yeah, tricky. 
Tricky indeed. Okay, uh, everybody, hold your thoughts. We'll be back in about one minute's time after a word from our beloved and much needed sponsors. See you in a sec. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. We found ourselves with an Eve before battle chat yet again. Yeah. Uh, with the Thens and the Wildings and Tormund and whatnot all sat there. Great warging from your man, uh, the Al Warger. Loved that. Varamir. Yeah, Varamir, yes. Um, and there was. I think one of the problems, and I think this is our problem, yours and our, mm. our problem, is that the nature of the way that we're re-watching this, every single episode we're watching, pretty much, with the exception of maybe one, has been an event Game of Thrones episode. Yeah. And I'm feeling a little snowblind from event episodes. They're, they're starting to merge into one. And I think, so I think something like this, had we watched the whole of season four chronologically mm. this might have felt like a like a, what i seem to remember as being this kind of exciting pep up that it was the first time round. but but for us to go from you know i mean christ you know to go from the red wedding to blah 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 to this to that to the mountain of even though we're watching a chronological mountain of viper into this it every single thing that we've watched has had a, an occasion in it and it's it's yeah. very difficult yeah. for for to to remember how that hierarchy worked in the grand scheme of things yeah um, yeah watching this made me realize how much i love maester Raymond targaryen yeah, it's one of my yeah. one of my favorite ever characters um just because he's got i love his voice and also the fact that he his backstory is just the best backstory out of everybody in game of thrones bar yeah. none you know and we, we 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 very we don't hear that much about it either do we no, it's an important link as well, because I think it all feels like they're all young. It's all like boot camp. And you've yeah. got this sort of victim of like, he 
kept away when his brother was became the Mad King. And he's sort of wearing all the scars of all that because he's like, we can't intervene. And so it's like, all you've got is the wall. Like, mm. all you've got. And I, I suppose that's part of it. You know, the reason it's all cut off and we don't see any other characters is this is, all, this is their entire life. It's what they're here for yeah. is to defend. And yeah, yeah he's a, it's good to have some wisdom because a lot of the adults, you know, they are like, Arseholes, aren't they? There's comedy, tw- comedy twats, really, aren't they? The, the, you know, Alistair Thorne, for the vast majority of it, just plays like a nasty bastard. And this yeah. one actually had a bit of substance to him and had a bit of leadership yeah, his, his to him. His speech to John was great, where he said, you know, you're, that everyone's job is to question what you do, but you can't question what you do. I think it's, he is hardened and he's not pleasant, but like, I know, like, I think when he does die, I think it's in season six. Yeah. after the mutiny mm. he's great because he's like if i had to do it again i would do it exactly the way i did it and i was like oh, that's great yeah. um and then janos slint who was was in the king's guard and Tyrion sent him away yeah he's awful a snivelly little weasel yeah um but it's just it is a it's a a real feeling of like they're up against it there's there's they said a hundred to one they're outnumbered they are and then, but it's there were some odd choices, you know, the whole not guarding the back gate. You know, if they were so damn mm. good at it, I think someone said it, either John or someone just said it. It's just like, we've got everyone out there, like, fighting, and we've just left the gate down there, like, with no one done it. It's just like, and there's a speech, you know, two minutes later, they're like, we've, we've, we've defended this wall for a thousand years, we're not fucking letting them in now. Yeah, And, and yeah. it's like, well, did he defend it like that? Because that was really poor. Um yeah. It's an interesting, I think the wall as a thing is really interesting because yeah. at this point in the show, nobody south thinks there's any threats. So they don't send them resources. They don't no. send them prisoners. They don't send them recruits. And so they are diminished and diminished and diminished. And something that we've, I don't know if we've really got the sense of it on our recaps, but like that attack at the first, at the fist in season, two, the end of season two or season yeah. three, all of they sent loads of their rangers out to investigate this Mance Raider situation, and most of them got killed by White Walkers. And then the Craster mutiny, most of them got killed there. So there are literally like a hundred people, right? Yeah. And they're used to having, you know, it's all well and good when he's like, "Oh, we've done this for generations." You probably used to have a thousand people, or yeah. like certainly several hundred. And yeah, that means they sort of can't guard the gate, even though they know that like the rangers are. They've gone through Molestown. They've done this. They've done that. But there's definitely, I think one of the benefits of not watching all of the episodes is that the Egret and John thing is kind of fresh in our mind. Whereas mm. if we were watching it every episode, we wouldn't have seen them for like nine episodes of the show and nearly a full season. And I think you would feel more robbed by their reunion because it's so brief. And, and it's kind of like, I think one of the downsides of it taking place where it does in the season is that it's like oh my god i haven't checked in with these lot for years yeah like an actual year at this point yeah, true yeah, and, yeah. and it's all over before it started whereas for us we sort of it's quite fresh when they sort of had the fight at the the little tower and and john ran away um but it's a, it's a it's a good episode i i'm i am harsh on it but i just think like compared to something like blackwater where lots of characters are able to like respond yeah, and there's yeah, lots yeah. of point of yeah. views this isn't a dialogue-heavy episode, and most of the people on the wall have got the same viewpoint, the same principles, the same stakes. So it's hard to feel like a load of investment in it for me. 
Your video game point was really, really accurate. It's like watching like a Call of Duty sort of operation or something. I think they did that on with, purpose as well because they were, you know, eager with yeah. their arrows and there wasn't, like you say, the POV of um, the direwolf as well. Was, um, yeah, but I loved how, you know, it's really been hammered home how they're not really an army. Like they're all running around with big kitchen knives and like hammers and stuff. Yeah, whatever it's, you can get your you hands know, on. Yeah. Yeah, when they do start like battering the Night's Watch, it's, it's, appropriately it is diff i realize it's different to every other battle like the battle of the bastards or hard home or whatever because it's got a slightly more roughly hewn like it is like they're all just chopping up a load of meat like yeah. they're just running around yeah um i tell you what i loved as well which i completely forgot about i mean it's sort of a bit home alone too but that giant scythe, the scythe. that they have oh my god on the wall i tell you it's this is the first time I've ever watched it and seen the scythe in its full glory because when I first watched this episode, it wasn't finished yet and the right. scythe was literally a post-it note, a kind of stop-motion <laughs> animation that just went down and drawings of men fell off. This was, the first time oh I, this was the first time I watched it. It was amazing. I love the wall. The wall still makes me kind of vertigous, kind of like... If you, yeah. can, you really got a good sense of just how tall it was and how high it was. I think that. And the fact yeah. that they've, they've, they've almost got like these 1917-style bunkers at the top of it, that kind of yeah. trench running across the top, I love as well. I really, yeah, really enjoyed it. It actually feels all... I mean, obviously, it's very high up, but the bunker construction makes it feel a bit more like a, a war movie. Yeah, or exactly. That's what I mean. Ducking yeah, yeah and, definitely. And that. The other thing that's really clever is they have... Did you see those? I don't quite understand it, but the spikes in the wall that they jut out and it causes sheets of the wall to... Just it's to like, kind of splinter down. It's almost like shaving the side of a carrot or something. You get this sheet of ice goes down and wipes them out. But because it's so big, it will naturally the moisture and the water that will go on it will freeze so over time it's not as if they're cutting the wall apart it's yeah. gonna it's quite organic and quite I regenerative was, yeah yeah it, there's something quite like avatar about like na the nature sort of wiping out yeah the the army kind of thing so yeah. i thought that you, there's some really really impressive bits the the giants are kind of fascinating as well in in so much that like They've designed the wall and they've designed the tunnel. And if I were designing the wall, this is a bit like armchair critic, but I would just simply design it so that giants couldn't fit in the tunnel. Yeah, just make um, just make it a little bit smaller. Yeah, just make it just make it seven foot tall. Yeah, tunnel, and then he he can't get in. Who was the line that says, "Well, there's no such thing as dragons," and it's like there's literally a fucking giant on a on a yeah. on a woolly mammoth down there. It's just riding like, a mammoth. Yeah, like. Like it's a pony. I always find it curious, um, like, you know, we've got dragons, we've got direwolf, like giant warging direwolves, and then mammoths from the dinosaur age. I always found that yeah. like a curious kind of like, uh, in, kind of beast to include, something that is actually from the real world and did actually exist. Do you know what I mean? I just found it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not supernatural, jarring. but it's, it's also like, like oh. how are they alive? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, the, my favourite bit when the giant is lifting up the door, the gate... And he's really heaving it. It just made me think of, um, you know, on like Boxing Day, they always have World's Strongest Man on Channel 5. 
starring like uh, starring that. starring the mountain yeah 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 exactly i thought oh this is quite sort of like full circle um yeah up giant cannonballs yeah oh. yeah so i kind of would have liked because obviously the the giant goes through and like tears those lads the six lads apart yeah you kills the pe teacher from happy valley that's right the nancy pe teacher yeah i feel like um it they leave a lot to the imagination but i feel like again you're sort of like did he just like rip your spines out? Or something? You know, it's kind of like I would. Yeah, what, I wouldn't was have the, been... what was that heroic battle that, that ensued? Because it didn't look like it. Neither of them made much ground. They were still right by the gate. Couldn't they have shoved the, the swords through the gate and sort of poke him in the stomach? That's easier hey. said than done. Again, but like okay, think, armchair think... critic, look, you'd have made the tunnel. Here's smaller. what you should have done, you'd have guys. Just killed, you'd have just killed the giant straight away with do you your know sword. What I, do yeah. you know what I'd have done? Do you know what I'd have done? I'd have run the fuck away. I think I'm faster than a giant. Exactly. I'd have had That's some USB ha- USB uh, heated hand warmers on under my gloves, freezing my tits. I'd off. love that. Joe, you know, I went on a run. This is unrelated, but I went on a run on Wednesday morning, right. and um, God, it was so cold. And I didn't. I don't wear running gloves, so I was really struggling. I was constantly just trying to flex my fingers to yeah. try and keep warm. Yeah. But I still managed four kilometers. Well so. done. Good for you, buddy. On to yeah, my first personally. run in a long time on Saturday as well. After my You're marathon injuries, you? after my marathon injuries, did I tell you I two of my toenails dropped out? Did I tell you that? No. This is a little sidebar. Yes, I lost two uh, two toenails. One, I, I ran the marathon in October, um, and your your feet swell up like a lot when yeah. you're running a great distance period of time my trains are a bit too small so kind of knackered my big toenail mm. and second toenail on my right foot and they only dropped off two weeks ago it's it's not pretty have you ever lost a toenail why did they only drop off two weeks ago because it, they're only partially kind of like fucked so you have to wait for it just to naturally grow a bit and just drop off it was it was oh. not pretty does it really hurt not having a toenail like, no is well, it sensitive i think well had i think had I thought, oh, my toenail's dead, I'm just going to pull this off, that would have been horrific and would have killed and stuff. You know. But but because it's been coming off for a while, the nail bed is, is healed and stuff. I'll put it, I'll send you a okay. picture. Thanks. It, but is, is it, will it grow, will you get a normal nail back? I don't not? know. Because I th- I think my mate, he lost a toenail in a marathon or something, and it or, it, it said it was never the same again. And no, I, just think I, it's I really suspect creepy. I suspect not. I suspect it's not going to be the same. Oh, it's weird how we can like recover from like, you know, a stab wound, but like if you lose a toenail, it's sort of yeah. never the same again. Yeah, exactly. Life is precious. <laughs> Life is precious uh, in reality and in Westeros as well. <laughs> yeah, you said it. This was my favourite uh, John Armour. This is one of my favourite John. Oh outfits. yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, Bef- before he gets a bit above his station and wears the big fur cape. Yes, yeah, becoming he becomes the commander. His hair looks good in this episode as well. He looks good. Yeah, he looks good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, all in all, the battle, the Fens guy, I thought was great. We love it. the hammer to the head was. Brilliant. Oh my god, I love good, 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 good. Love that. Same as the same as the axe to the head in the previous episode that was done um, to the the man with the pops. Oh, the uh, the guy at, Ke- at Moat Kalen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't ye- who wouldn't yield? Yeah. Also, it's just it's you know they've successfully like stopped the invasion from the rear. 
Ooh, carry on. Hey, what? And uh-huh. now it's about the next bit, which is meeting with Mance. And I think John said if he dies, all of the hundred clans that have united behind him will dis- dis- dissipate. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because, bearing in mind, when we get to the White Walkers and the Night King, literally, if you kill the Night King, all the whites die. Yeah, yeah. And it's not the same because these are people that have like chosen to go. But I thought the it's a weird, weird sort of similarity and yeah, I'd not um, thought of that. Good observation. Symmetry to it, right? Yeah. You get rid of one, the rest go. I mean, it doesn't quite work like that. But yeah, Mans, we haven't actually seen him on our rewatches yet, have we? We've not seen him. No, we haven't actually. But it's you know, it's kind of weird that someone as tactical as Mans Raider hasn't planned a succession. And gone, yeah. not lads, like, you know, I know I'm in charge here, but if I go down, we can't let, you know, this is a movement, this is, you know, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's like yeah, Mitt yeah. Lynch not having a deputy and him kind of like falling ill and that's it, there's no more strikes because Mick's not around. It's just, it's just... 100%. It just feels a bit weird. kind of like, John, I think if if this were in real world, that a deputy would just step into the breach and yeah. go, right, Mance is yeah. dead, follow me. And John would be like, oh, but- fuck. Yeah. The free folk have not got any kind of system of governance. They don't have land. They don't have. Yeah, I get all names, that, but that's man, but Mance is supposed to be this great leader. He would have just. Yeah. He would have, He would have put this infrastructure in place. He's not a he new would, leader. He would. He's been around for years. You know, yeah, he's he been around have, for a minute. Yeah, he, he would yeah. have been clever enough to have gone right. We need some form of banking. We need some barter system. We need blah blah this. We need a farm. We need some agriculture. Yeah. We need to, to maintain this this thing at the top of his list was like right who's my number two right if i go down yeah watch and learn you know it just it feels a little bit too easy it's like right if we kill mance they'll all just run around like simpletons it's, and they'll all go back it's yeah. i think actually again i don't want to like you know talk about the books quite a bit but um the 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 stuff about mance in the books is fascinating because he there's quite a lot of politics actually in terms of like he was on the Night's Watch. He deserted them yeah. to live without any... You kind of what John does at the end of Game of Thrones. Right? He just goes off, goes off live out in the wilderness. Yeah. And then obviously with the threat of the White Walkers, he's like, we need to all... Like, we need to all be on the other side of the wall. And I think the analogies to like... It's not their fault that the wall was built like on that side and they're on the wrong side of it. Yeah. But he... Um, he kind of does have a wife and some some a baby and they start to marry the wildlings into the northern houses to try and integrate them and it's it's you know not the most like fast paced stuff but i find very interesting um and yeah he's he's a really interesting character i i feel like it's a bit of a shame we haven't seen him in any of our episodes yet because i find um him just really charismatic and compelling and Karen Hines. Karen Hines is such a fucking great actor as well. So good. So much gravitas. And yeah, yeah, it's this feeling you do sort of watch it. And I think that if there is any tension to this whole sort of area of the show, it's that like, I wish, I wish you guys didn't have to kill each other because the more dead bodies there are, the more whites there are going to be when the white walkers come. And I think it all seems so futile. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. so it is sad like you know i wish there was a way to reconcile everyone's differences but that is life as they say that so yeah, yeah i i i really kind of very interesting um and i guess yeah next episode there'll be bits of the wall with john meeting him and yeah maybe some of the dialogue that i kind of said oh i wish there was more of that in this episode 
I think there'll be plenty of that sort of... Um, yeah, listeners, next week when he's moaning that there's all just dialogue and nothing happens, remember no, that quote. I won't do that. Remember that quote. No, but I mean, yeah. Okay, just well, it's fine. It's, I, I enjoyed it. It's a thoroughly enjoyable hour's worth of television uh, that cost about six million quid and probably took about three months to make. So flippantly gone, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Was it? Uh, can, actually, can you t- riddle me this? Was it done all in Belfast? Would it have been all been done there? Where I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. Maybe, yeah, that's a good question. Let me have a look. Because it's sort of. What I think is really impressive is that it is a battle, but it it's not like they were out in the middle of a field. It sort of looks like it was done in quite close quarters, but it doesn't. I don't think set. it looks like that. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it looks good for what it is. Uh, there's a really good. Um, Behind the battle for the wall, uh, the watchers on the wall. Uh, let's have a look. Production doesn't really say. I, th- I suspect it would have been um, the, the wall was just a set on uh, in Belfast. Um, the director yeah. Neil Marshall was 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 nominated for an Emmy for outstanding directing on this. Wow! Critical reception positive. 10 out of 10, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was an intense, uh, Entertainment Weekly said it was an intense rousing of hour of heroism and heartbreak that set a new bar for what this show can do. That set a new bar what, after the Red Wedding and the Vance and the Viper last week. Really? I think that would... Uh, I think that's a stretch. James Hibbard, you might need to go and re- revisit that quote, my friend. Um, and some have compared it to the the Two Towers Battle of Helm's Deep. No, yeah, that, I do think like, I mean, I, I love Blackwater, but that episode has not got the scope of this. And I think this is the point where people started going, this is a TV show that looks and behaves as if it's a movie. Yeah. And I think that is maybe something that we actually take for granted in 2023. Like, but actually at the time it was like, whoa, 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 this is longer than any of the battles in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a 40, 38 minutes or True. something of, of pure. Um, but the best thing is, you know, see... they're, all, they're all there getting excited over this one and they've still got Battle of the Bastards and Hard Home to yeah. come, even though you don't like Battle yeah. of the Bastards. Yeah. Well, I, do, I don't like it as much as Blackwater, but I think, and I don't like Ramsey, but I think Battle of the Bastards, you know, the good thing about season six, because it surpassed the books, is you do find yourself going, oh, I... I don't know where this is going. I was not expecting um, that. Yeah, yeah. And I think I also just love that it's in in the daytime. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, when that's a it. show of confidence. When yeah. you go, do you know what we're going to shoot this in broad daylight in, in white? Uh, yeah, pretty much and, like really bright as well. But I seem to think the thing that really annoyed me was that Sansa, despite having absolutely no sort of uh, training in anything, is like I think I'll just be on the periphery just watching. It's like. Yeah, girl, get away from there! <laughs> but not only that, but she came up with the tactical um, she <laughs> fucking battle of the bastards with her by getting all of them. Of who, who helped them? In Little fingers. No, finger. she gets the veil. She gets the, the veil, veil involved, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is quite a knotty. Oh god, I'm looking forward to that. You know, because yeah. I haven't. Those are that is a season I haven't seen that many times. True. The later we go, the less I've seen them. True. So. I don't think I've. I've watched the long from the last season. Um, oh, actually, let's not talk about that. We can get into that whole fucking thing again. Uh, anyway, next week it's our final uh, season four watch. Uh, we are we've gone above and beyond. We've ignored uh, 
your calls for just we've ignored our tradition of just having three episodes per season we're going in for four because well because people are so cross about it so we are doing season well, four episode 10 uh is it what's it called children the children the children is this the one that ends with her being hoisted above no, that's Misa. Misa, that's it. Okay, fine. Season three. This is the one. The reason it's called The Children is because we see the children of the forest with Bran. Oh, my favourite storyline. I love this. Wait, do you really? I've, I've always said from the beginning, Bran, the three-eyed raven, yeah, yeah, warging, yeah. Is, I agree. is my is, is, is this, one of my favourite storylines of the whole series. Such a cock tease, though, because then season five, he's not in it. <laughs> That's true. They is didn't this know the what one, happened. So is this the one where he meets the three-eyed raven and he says, no, but you will fly? Yeah, yeah. Ma- and everyone uh, was Max like, oh my God. Sidno. Yeah. Oh my God, he's going to go on a dragon. That was what we all thought. I think Jojen dies, doesn't he? He gets that. Also, the, the children of the forest somehow can throw fireballs, which is like... Of course no wonder you don't have a forest left, lads. You've burnt the fucking thing yeah, down. Yeah, wholly irresponsible. Um, Creative it's a really good episode. Yeah. This, this next episode, we have Tyrion's escape. Tywin getting shot on the toilet. Oh, Brienne versus the Hound. Fuck yes, is really good, That's and good I'm really episode. glad we did four episodes. Yeah, um, I would be surprised, although I will be open to it, if people listening would want four episodes for season five. I would be surprised. Let's let's not even put that thought in their minds because they might just do it to be <laughs> sadistic. But this ep- this season deserved four, and I think that's that's the biggest surprise for me is just mm. how consistent it is. It's yeah. really good, amazing. Um, well, brilliant. Well, yeah. we will see, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you uh, next week for the um, season finale of season four. Um, before we uh, venture into the trepidous, uh, barren wasteland of uh, of, of season five, <laughs> um, we will be back uh, later on this week with our finale episode of. The OA Part One. Um, I've got a slight feeling it's not what Chris wanted from a from a season finale, but we'll fi- <laughs> we'll, we will find out. And, and you know what? I suspect. I suspect this might dictate that we don't bother doing the OA Part Two. But let's see what the bonus episode uh, has in store for us. That will be with you in a couple of days' time. Uh, wow. Until then, yeah, Dracaris, my friend. See you next time, Dracaris. Dracaris. You've got to say it's the catchphrase. It's literally the fucking... I know, but I thought... I thought... Okay, let's do that again. Let's do that again. Dracaris, my friend. Dra- oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Do it again. Sorry. I'm keeping all these in, you know. Dracaris, my friend. Dracaris. There we go. That was better. If you'd like to get involved in the podcast, just head over to Twitter at DragonCast underscore pod or email DragonCast at DaftDoris.com and leave us your Easter eggs, predictions and thoughts on the show. You can also watch this episode over on our YouTube channel. Just search for DragonCast Jamie East. Any support, whether it's a follow, a share, a mention to your friend on the bus or a tattoo on your backside is very much appreciated. DragonCast is hosted by me, Jamie East, along with Chris Mandel and is a Daft Doris production. Dracarys. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.